Did you get this right from Amazon? Yeah. I have the green one in my office. At oh, work. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fuzzy. It's really cozy. One of my students like wraps himself up like a taco <laughs> in it. He's like, it's so soft, Miss Maddie. Because it's like kind of padded and squishy. Yeah. It's like Cassie's third bed. Feels good on your feet. All right. So, um, what's new? <laughs> Introducing you. Yeah, so we're going to do, this pod is going to be part two from last week, and uh, it's your story, it's your journey. Yeah. Come along with us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye. One, two, one, two. What's your name? I'm Simone. Pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, your background and your current job. My background meaning? Like what you got your degree in and shit. All right. I got my degree in bioproducts and biosystems engineering. Damn, shorty. And I'm currently a project engineer. What does that mean? Okay, so as a project engineer... I manage projects okay. from start to finish. Okay. The main three things that I have to manage are the budget, okay, the scope, the project, so whatever. What you're doing. What you're doing, the mm-hmm. equipment that you're buying. And I manage the timeline, so like the schedule, and make sure that everything gets done. Damn. Yeah, so that's what I do. <sighs> that's intense. You have a lot of power. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... You- you you got you got that. What what'd you major in? That was a lot of words. Okay, well I just say food engineering because that was my what like I specialized in. It was okay. food engineering. Food engineering. You do love food. Exactly. I love food too. Yeah. Um, okay, so what what did that program look like? I feel like we're going out of order. That's fine. Do what you do. Okay. So I wanna start before I got to college and yes. then when I get to college I'll talk about the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyways, uh, when I was a young girl, (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand you. When I was a wee bitty child, uh, no, but you know, when I was a young lass, I always loved math. Yeah, you did. Growing up, like that was has always been my favorite subject from like, whatever age you learn math to college. You start math when you're in kindergarten. Really? So well, I don't remember. That's but whenever scary. I whenever I learned numbers, I loved math. And I remember my dad used to always tell me that you should be an engineer. Like, in elementary school, he'd be like, you should be an engineer when you get older. Mm. And that was the first time I ever heard the word engineer, like, as a career. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was. I'd always be like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's stupid. I don't know why, because I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. And I don't remember if I asked him. And what he said, he probably didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the first time I heard engineer. I mm-hmm. said, no, I'm not going to be an engineer. But I always loved math. Like, I was always good at math and science, right? Yeah, you really were. But 
I also loved being creative. I always liked English. I liked writing. I liked reading. Yeah. And I liked baking. You were just like all around (laughs) into everything. Like you were good at everything. Well, I wouldn't say that, but like I did like school. I thought you were good at everything. I should say. Thank you. You're welcome. I was thinking about like what jobs at that age I had wanted to be. Yeah. Through middle school, high school. And what I remembered, I wanted to be at one point an interior designer. Yeah. I wanted to be a chef. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to be a writer or a librarian. I thought you wanted to be a pharmacist for a little bit too. I did because I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Obviously, most of those are not STEM related. But I think people underestimate how much engineering is about being creative. Yeah. And not just strictly, like, science. science Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think ever since, like, you started engineering, I was always like, oh, science, man. Yeah. But, like, lately I've been thinking about, like, everything that we have is, like, some form of engineering. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what people don't know. Like, literally every product that you use in your life, every day. Has had an engineer behind it? Yes. Yeah. And people don't realize that. So, like, it wasn't until I got to college or, like, I had to choose a major that I started learning about engineering. And basically, any kind of interest that you have, I guess, outside school, like, just any passion that you have, you could probably find a way to, like, incorporate into your career as an engineer. Mm. So, one day, I was at church. (laughs) What's up, church? Uh... Well, I don't know. Somebody from my church, I found out that their job was, like, somehow related to making the cake mixes at General Mills. Mm. And they were an engineer. And from that day on, I was like, that's what I want to do. Hell yeah, because you love some cake. I love cake. <laughs> and I love math and science. And you're telling me I can combine that into one job? Yeah, that's, I like, was like, sign me up. Sign me up. Like, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's when I got into... Oh, yeah, I wrote this down, too. Like, I just want to emphasize that I know I'm talking a lot about math and science, but that's not, like, the main thing that you need to be an engineer. Yeah. It's more about being creative and being able to think outside the box and solve problems and work well with others, blah, 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 blah. So, like, you know. I love that. If kids feel like they're not good at math and science, that doesn't mean they can't be an engineer. Right. There's, like, way more important skills that you can develop. Okay. So, anyways... (laughs) Then one day, it was time for me to go off and set off to college. <laughs> I don't know why I'm <laughs> saying like this. <laughs> Anyways, the program that I was in, bioproducts, biosystems, engineering, it was kind of like a combination of um, biological and environmental and chemical engineering. You could specialize in different areas. One was environmental, mine was food. And then there was bioproducts. Okay. So it's all kind of revolving around like, using natural resources okay. to like improve sustainability. So for me, I was like, okay, well, I could either go into something like R&D, trying to innovate new food products, research okay. and development. Okay. Or I could go on the side of food sustainability and like hunger relief. And mm. that was also really interesting to me. Yeah. But either way, it was all like revolved around food. I really liked it. I don't know what more to say about that. It was like really, really hard. Yeah. Like, really, really hard. Like, I don't know. College was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I like school, college messed me up. Yeah. I wouldn't go back to that if you paid me. Why? Because it, I was so stressed. 
oh, so yeah. stressed all the time. Like, I couldn't even enjoy the normal things that most people enjoy in college. Because yeah. Because I was so caught up on, like, getting good grades. I think because in high school, I was so used to being just, like, at the top of my class. Yeah. Go to everything. And then I got to college, and, like, everyone, everyone was, was on good, your level. And, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I don't... This is hard. Yeah. But, you know, I got through it. Yes, you did. Yeah, so after that, I got what I considered to be my dream job out of college when I went to be a process engineer at Kellogg's. Mm-hmm. And um, I moved to Michigan, and yeah, I didn't I know so a single sad. soul in my life. I didn't know anyone. And I went to start off my first job as an engineer. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I literally, I didn't know, let alone, like, how to be an engineer, like, what that meant in the real world. Yeah. I didn't know how to, like, go to meetings. Like, I didn't know how to, like, communicate with vendors or anyone, really. I was just, it was crazy. I bet. Corporate America was, like, it was fun. It was fun, but. Are you still in corporate America? <laughs> it was fun. I'm deep in that. Yeah, deep <laughs> no, in No, but it. like my first job, like okay. dogs, like it was a fun, it was a fun time. But yeah, so I did that for three and a half years. Then I came back to Minneapolis and I've been working as at 3M for three years. It's been three years already? Yes. Three years at the end of this month. Holy balls. Yeah. So, okay. So, you know, some of, some of my struggles... Yeah. The biggest thing for me probably is just confidence slash imposter syndrome. Say more. Imposter syndrome is kind of like when you feel like a fraud and you feel like you kind of got to where you are, like based on like luck or circumstance, not necessarily like your experiences and. Yeah, like that fake it till you make it. Yeah, fake it till you make it. And you're just like, at some point, people are going to find out that I really don't know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, I have that. Yes. Hardcore. Yes. And I think it's more prevalent in black women Mm, mm -hmm. just because we are usually one or the only one of us in the room. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, it's only gotten worse. Why? Like with more experience. Because at the beginning, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm also brand new. Right. I have an excuse if this person feels like I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I can just be like. Well, yeah, I just started. Like, let me go ask this person. Right, right. But, like, when you've been working for six, seven years, you should know. You can't use that as an excuse, you know? Right, yeah. And me now, like, as a project engineer, I'm leading most of my meetings. I'm managing projects. A lot of the meetings I'm running, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it before this. Who are the people in my meetings? Most of the people that I'm, like, leading these meetings are older white men. Yeah. Or at least white men, if not older white men. That's wild. So, like, I'm out here, and, like, it's not something that I think about every day, like, during every meeting. Right. But, like... When you sit back it, and think about it. When you sit back it. and think about it, it's like, oh, my... It's terrifying. I don't want to sit back and think about it. Right. Because then I start freaking out, what are they thinking of me? Yeah. And they're probably like, who is she? Like, yeah. She doesn't know anything. That's how I feel like they're thinking. Yeah. But do you ever think about, like... And this could go for, like, anyone, but, like, them thinking, like, damn, she knows what the fuck she's doing, and, like, she's killing it. I've never thought had that thought in my life. Do you think that they would think like that? Or, like, just based on, like, the type of people that they are? Or, 
do you think that there's okay so actually now that you said that yeah when i left kellogg's the comments i got from people Mm -hmm. was actually crazy like um this one person said like oh yeah like i was never worried when you were on my project because i knew things were gonna get done but like things like that i love that yeah but like in my mind like the whole time you were like they hate me yes like i thought everyone thought i sucked yeah and like did not like me yeah did not think i knew what i was doing yeah and then they said that stuff when i left yeah so i'm sure a lot of it most of it is in my head oh for sure which kind of sucks it does suck i feel like that's really common too like I don't know, like, even when we were at drag brunch on Saturday, I think you had gone to the bathroom, but Morgan was in her head about her outfit. Oh, it was about her hair. But I was like, you're your biggest critic. You look fucking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I think about that all the time. Like, we all, like, we're always, we're so conditioned to shit on ourselves Mm -hmm. when, like, really we are the shit. Yeah. And we notice every little, like, every little mistake, every little thing about ourselves that we, like, yeah, or whatever. But, like, most people would never even notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. It is. But I'm sure you kill it at your job. Um, oh, and then the other thing I was going to say is, do you ever think, I don't know if you think this might be different for you. I do wonder sometimes, if not wonder, but, like, I get annoyed. I'm like, did they hire me because... I'm going to help their diversity because like the meet their quota. Yeah. Or yeah. like make them look good. I know I'm a good candidate, but they're probably like, she's black and she's a female. I'm not trying to be just, you Oh, don't, you don't want to be this black woman. So right. Like, that's good. Like, like the opportunity for the diverse. photo op. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do think about that sometimes. I'm I like, do Am too. I getting these opportunities because they're trying to be diverse? Mm-hmm. So that is something that, most people don't deal with either probably yeah I don't know if I think about that so much now when we were younger and like working retail I definitely thought that oh really yeah well like remember when I worked at justice yeah I was 100% a quota hire oh see I didn't think like stores like really cared (laughs) but I guess they probably do yeah yeah oh dang Mm mm-hmm see I hate that yeah That just feeds into this mindset that's all we have to offer. Your photo app, making the white people look good Mm -hmm. when we are valuable. And, like, we add add value to whatever we're doing. So much value. I mean, that's actually... There's data out there that shows when companies are more diverse, they make more money. Right. That's just a fact. Well, right. I think about that, too, like... In that training that I was talking about that I was in last week, Mm -hmm. one of the women mentioned the fact that white people during enslavement times, white people used to refer to black people as black gold because they knew the value we had to offer them. Like we added value to what they were doing, Mm -hmm. but they were still going to like treat us as non-human. But like they, we built the whole country like... (laughs) literally like (laughs) we were gold to them and they knew it but yeah Yeah. and then there's the whole most meetings I go to I might be the only woman yeah probably definitely be the only black woman right or like only black person there's not that many black men in engineering either we have like engineering women's groups that's nice because we get to go 
to these meetings and know that we're going to be surrounded by other women engineers who are also in meetings all day with surrounded by men. Yeah. And we can just vent and support each other. And it's supposed to be like, oh, you come here. And it's like a safe space. Yeah. But then I think I'm like, oh, I'm still the minority. Yeah. There's not that many black women anywhere I go, really. You're always the only one. Yeah. It's like kind of what you're talking about with like intersectionality. Yeah. Being like black, young, and a woman. Yeah, that's all so apparent. Yeah. yeah. Damn. But like, how do you like take care of yourself in like knowing that that's your reality? Honestly, I, it's not something I think about a lot. Like, I forget sometimes. Yeah. Do you think like do you make yourself forget or do you just like not think about it? I just don't think about it. But yeah. then, I guess I think about it because. I'm always thinking about the other, per- like, other people's perception of me. Mm-hmm. That, that's when I think about it. I just feel like people are, like, judging me all the time. I do, too. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, literally, like, it doesn't matter who it is, like, literally all the time. Yeah. That's always playing in the back of my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At work and outside of work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally everywhere. Yeah. That's why, like... I mean, COVID didn't help anything, obviously, because everyone was isolated. Yeah. This is, like, a whole other thing, but, like, when my mental health is bad, my go-to, like, unhealthy coping mechanism is isolating. Mm -hmm. I won't talk to people as much. I'll not be on social media. I will literally not leave my bed. Sounds so bad. (laughs) But it's real, though. But I feel like a big part of the reason I isolate is my brain is telling me if I take myself out of the equation, then no one will be judging me. But that's, like, sad as fuck. That is really sad. And it's, like, really fucking low. It's, like, really lonely. But, like, that's, like, my anxiety is telling me, like, isolate, isolate, isolate. But, like, I guess you can't really do that with work. No. So, like, what do you do? To take care of myself? Yeah. Um, well, I just started therapy again, and that's been really helpful. I think a big thing for me is, like, making sure I'm taking my meds. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, making sure that I reach out to people, mm-hmm. like, if I need help. Um, writing. Yeah, I think that's helped you. Yeah. Like, process stuff. Yeah. It's hard, though. I feel like because I'm a social worker, it's, like, required of me to say self-care is, like, super important. But it's super important. Mm -hmm. I think a, a lot about all of the negative things that I could slip into. Yeah. When I'm not taking care of myself. Yeah, I think I've, like, tried to turn being a black woman engineer into an empowerment thing yeah has it not always been well i feel like at the beginning it's just hard because there's not that many people like you and yeah you know like you're usually the only one in the room and like like what we just talked about yeah judging you but lately i've been like i i created that um women of color and engineering presentation for the Society of Women's Engineering. Ma'am. Did I tell you about that? No. Oh. That's so cool. Yeah. Like at the conference, there's like a National Society of Women's Engineer 
Simone. Yeah, and I created the a presentation called Overlooked Talent, Women of Color in Engineering. <laughs> that took a lot. Honestly, that took a lot of um, courage, I guess, to like yeah. even like... Because I had to be, like, in front of everyone in the women's group, whatever. Be yeah. Like, I want... We should do this. Like, we should make this a presentation. When clearly, like, most people in the room are not a woman of color. Right. So they're just kind of like, okay, like, yeah. Like... Yeah. And then I had to put it all together and get other people involved. And, yeah, we did, like, a panel. And then this year, somebody else led it. They got accepted again. And... Yeah, and like Simone, that's just, amazing. It was actually really cool, and I just feel like it is empowering. I don't know. I don't feel like I guess I need need to hide as much. Yeah, my manager obviously knew about it, and it was something that at the year end he like talked about that I did this. And yeah, like, he is acknowledging the fact that I'm a woman of color. The presentation is literally called "Overlooked Talent: Women of Color in Engineering." Yeah, so, and he sees that, and he's like, so "Damn, he's, yeah." So obviously yeah. he must be thinking like. Oh, like, this is how she feels. This is important to her. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, like, things like that. I'm just like, yeah, I am black. I'm a woman. And, like, I'm here. Like, hi. Yeah. What up? Legit a hidden figure. (laughs) That's so dope. So maybe I am gaining more confidence. Uh, Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Um, you're the coolest human I know. (laughs) Can I see it? Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. I'll show you. Yay! Um, But yeah, do we have any other questions? Um, Do you have advice um, for young people considering working in engineering? You kind of talked about it a little bit, but... Yeah. Like, I would just say... You can really do anything you want with engineering. Like, literally anything. And if, like... the Okay. Let me just say... The coolest thing about engineering... Yeah. Like, I honestly, when I go in the plants, I feel like I have the coolest job ever. Really? It's because, yes, because you get to see how things are made. Like Yeah, that's dope. It's so cool. Like, like, you're watching it happen? Yes. Like, getting to see how, like, I don't know, Pringles are made. Like, yeah, that's, that's dope. Like, that's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Hell yeah. So, you know... We also, 3M makes masks, and you know, we were on that this year. Oh, we hell yeah. Pandemic. Pandemic fashion. you know. But yeah, it's just so cool if you're interested to see like how things are made, solving problems. Anyone can be an engineer. It's a really good job. Hell yeah. Yeah. And you make bank. Yeah. I think it's the highest earning bachelor's degree. Jesus Highly recommend. It's very fun. Like, I would never want any other job except being a librarian. I do want to be a librarian someday, maybe when I, when I retire. But Yeah, that'd be so dope. Engineering is... Engineering's that job. That's that deal. That's <laughs> <laughs> that fact. Amazing. Oh and, oh, and one more thing. What was the last question? What advice do you have? Yeah. Um, my advice, this is something that I struggled with in college and just like overall, I'm obviously like, not obviously cause you might not know me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like naturally just like a shy, like quiet person Yes. to myself 
it's already hard for me to find people, support, whatever, make those relationships. But, like, it just makes it harder when I'm also in a room full of people. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I would say there's another quote I have from this book. Okay, girl. Okay. It goes like this. <clears throat> oh, this is kind of about women. So if you're not a woman, just fast forward. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Seeing our potential. Full potential isn't work we can do alone. We need the other women in our tribe, friends, sisters, mothers, professors. When women affirm women, it unlocks our power. It gives us permission to shine brighter. So, you know, I just suggest, like, finding your people, you know, really building your tribe. Because whether you're in college or or in work is one of the most important things. Yeah, to have that support network. Yes, like, you need that. Otherwise, you know, you can't do everything alone. Boom. Maybe we should do a book club. Ooh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Thanks for hanging with us. Yeah. Listening Um, to Simone. Us ramble about stuff. Her life. Next week, we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. We talked about that a little bit today, but go in depth. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, we'll, we'll see you then.